Hi everyone, this is William Tolon from VWFM and you are currently listening to the VWFM podcast that is workforce management professionals voice for individuals who are interested in all things workforce management related. This week I have two guests for you and they are Yorgos Kogolos, regional head of the WFM at Teleperformance CIMEA and Bader Eran, regional business intelligence director at Teleperformance CIMEA. I think it will be really interesting chat because it, it's a tremendous combination of WFM and business intelligence. I'm already curious about how they handle the lack of data issue, if they have, and how they take action according to the crimes of operation based on COPC standards, for example, and the forecasting calculations. Because we know that the validation is one of the most important to reaching out a high forecast accuracy. Anyway, before we go there, let's hear about more Yorgos and Bader. Guys, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Hello, Bill Kehan. Thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, it's a great pleasure. I'm fine. It's a great pleasure to be here along with uh, with you in Bakadi. Hi, Bill Kehan. I'm also good. Thank you. And I think uh, I'm I'm very happy to be here with my colleague George. Thank you. Perfect. So, let me start with my first question. And uh, this question uh, that I would like to ask to the first, because according to WFM cycle, uh, as I know, people need to gather usable data and there should be know-how to use it based on the requirements of WFM and the operations. So how do you manage this process from the day one you started working in this industry until now and what has been changed? Because, you know, actually we all know that your team is a golden medal award winning in this area. So I'm really curious about to uh, hear the story briefly from you, Bader. Yeah, you're totally right. Uh, I think reporting and business intelligence is one of the key success factors of an effective workforce management process. And WFM teams must have access to the data that they manage in their daily workflows and they uh, to take the right actions in a timely manner. In addition, uh, they need to find the critical KPIs without much effort and spend most of their time to analyze the data prepared and turn it into a result. And instead of preparing data in Excel spaces, et cetera. So in teleperformance, uh, we have invested a lot in the necessary infrastructure and the people to transform the data into meaningful insights. And I can say that we are very good. We are in a very good point when compared to the years I started in the industry. So and the modern business intelligence tools are helping us uh, to, to move forward in that direction. That's a really nice answer. And uh, now it is the turn of Yorgos because when you receive the data from the business intelligence team, how WFM to use this data for forecasting and planning? Is there still being any conflict or uncertainty that you need to consider, Yorgos? When we are referring to, to forecast and planning calculations, uh, obviously it is vital to have, a, let's say, a trustful source of information with a big amount of data. Uh, in order to proceed with, uh, with necessary projections. Needless to say that either lack of historical information or let's say wrong information in that case will drive uh, the WFM teams to a projection that will be far from the reality. And this will cause, as you can understand, a domino effect. Incorrect inputs will drive to wrong calculations with a negative impact to the resources that operations should need to deal with. Uh, for us, as WFM teams, 
the most important is to use one pool of inputs where our team members will be able to use the data anytime with minimum time spent. I can say that the business intelligence teams are, let's say, our guard on this. And I would like to thank Bahadi for leading that. So yeah, this is really fair because when there are uh, correct data, of course, it makes more sense to reach out to operational uh, targets to use them in the workforce mm -hmm. management calculations. But in this case, I really also wonder uh, for both of you, do you have any, but let's start from Yorgos, do you have any part of WFM uh, cycle that is more uh, like than the others and why? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I can say that we are already entered the, the period of transformation and uh, advanced analysis. Yes, we know that uh, when someone might ask what WFM is supposed to deliver, then the expected answer would be yeah, accurate forecast delivery, flexible staff scheduling, and, uh, and dynamic real-time management to ensure that optimized performance. However, we should go one step further. With the use of RPA and the special techniques of Six Sigma, we need to focus on the enhanced quality of our deliverables. This is the, the, the new things that we need to bring uh, to, to our industry and mainly to our WFM Okay, after Bada, also if you can answer to that, uh, I would like to ask something else because Six Sigma is really important and uh, what kind of uh, methodologies do you use? I also wonder that, but Bada, let's hear about your opinion first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me first answer your first question. Uh, in my opinion, the every stage of the WFM process, which is from forecasting to scheduling, is very important. But it's not difficult to predict what will become more important in the upcoming days. I mean, you know, uh, until now, we were just analyzing the historical data, which means the prescriptive analytics. And we were just taking actions by looking into that data. But with the development of AI and machine learning technologies, predictive analytics has become much more important. So it's amazing that when the best action is decided by a machine, not by a human. So, and the human, you know, they can make mistakes, they can have latencies. So I, I really believe that the future of WFM is going to be using the AI technology. So when it comes to your second question about uh, COPC and Six Sigma, I totally agree. I, you know, in teleperformance, uh, in, in our company with George, we are using all the aspects of Six Sigma with all the methods. So I believe that this is also a very great added value to the business, to the WFM industry. It really makes sense uh, when we look at what we are doing exactly and how we are successful. Thank you for these uh, answers because we know that any methodology like Six Sigma, COPC uh, are really significant uh, and they provide some uh, serious experiences to the teams. Uh, even as you said, yes, machines or the, some algorithms makes a decision not to have uh, any mistake, but in any methodology, you, you may need the human control as well uh, what, because they should be involved to the progress, how it is going. Uh, but I definitely understand what you mean because when you require to solve the ambiguous situations, your approach is definitely makes sense. Uh, and uh, as I understand, it also makes sense to our audience as well. So, okay. About Six Sigma, if, 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 I, if I can add something, Sigma, also, what Bahadi said also is a special chapter for me. You know, I could say that uh, it has unlocked new dimensions on of how I need to think about solutions and mainly 
how I should implement those actions in my daily activities. Um, you know, being COPC Greenbelt certified, I'm lucky to be trained uh, to that new way of thinking and apply it to operations. Two of the most important methods that uh, I'm using almost every day is the advanced, is the variant, sorry, in many different KPIs and the correlation between those KPIs in order not only to detect the outliers, but also to project the correct target setting and the trends for the near future. So Six Sigma for me is something uh, really, really important to, uh, to my mm -hmm. daily yeah. objectives. Yeah, that's brilliant. So um, was there anyone that crossed paths with you uh, who has been the most influential to you? And what was the one thing you wish you had to know when you began to your career? Because uh, to understand the holistic view uh, about what you are doing uh, day to day, uh, how you start, I mean, why you decide to do these mm -hmm. kind of things? Could you please tell me? Yeah, yeah you know, I'm, I'm working in the call center industry for, uh, for more than 16 years. And, uh, and during this trip, I had met several mentors uh, who definitely influenced my way of working, uh, way of thinking, and share with me their light their experience, which are uh, are following me till now. I cannot, I cannot say, you know, uh, who influenced my my way of working a lot. All of them impacted positively, of course, impacted my my life, my work life. Uh, so uh, all of them were very important. Uh, for your second questions about the one thing that you wish to have, I had known earlier in the beginning of my career. I think that. I can say that I wish I knew earlier, the amazing thing by working in the field is that you, you are always learning new things. In some cases, I could say unexpected things, and this never stops. If I can find one, I could say that I wish I had known from the very beginning that I need to be calm enough to deal with any new challenge, but you know, you are gaining that with the experience. So it's very difficult. Uh, you know, to deal with all the, the matters. Uh, from the I definitely understand you. Yeah. But, you know, uh, if you remain calm, you can find solutions in any challenge. Definitely. I definitely agree with you. What about you, brother, for both of questions? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not as senior as, as Yorgos uh, in contact center industry. I started as a reporting analyst about 13 years ago. Uh, but then I stepped into my career in WFM, and then I, I, I handled the operations for both WFM and, and, and reporting. But if I can say one person that I'm glad to uh, to cross the path with is Yorgos, because you know Yorgos is not only my colleague now; he was also my my mentor and my my teacher when I my, when I stepped into that company in teleperformance. So he trained me with, with the with organization that does that that is called TP Institute. And I'm really happy that uh, I met George uh, uh, in, in six years ago. And is there anything that I wish uh, I know earlier? Of course there is, but I believe that the learning itself is a process. And I think that I have kept up with the rapidly developing technology in every period until today. So working at an industrial leading company, I also contributed to this development. I can say that in, in, in these companies, in these big companies, we have all the uh, all the opportunities to access the most updated technology, which is great because you know I have, I have some friends from in some other companies uh, from school, and I can see they are still using some old technologies, which is not helping them to step forward in their business. So I think this is also something that I feel lucky 
Uh, as I know, we also graduated from statistical mathematics, and I think uh, Yorgo see the lights inside of here to to handle this kind of uh, uncle situations uh, to support the WFM teams. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You yeah. know, it, Bahadir, it's my honor working with you. You know that. <laughs> that's, that's really nice Thank to hear you. from both of you guys. So. What about if I ask you what does the phrase workforce management means to you in your own words, of course? Also difficult to say in, uh, you know, in a phrase, but for me, workforce management is the, the bird eye of our operations. Uh, just think about it. Everything starts and ends from WFM. Uh, we need to analyze the data. We need to share with our operations how many resources they need to have in place. And finally, we need to protect that in real time. Uh, in addition, we may influence our people, work-life balance, so this is a huge responsibility for our teams, and uh, we should have a big respect on that. In one phrase, I can say that we are the guardians of our production. This is something that I haven't heard before, but it's a really good explanation. What about you, brothers? For me, workforce management is the whole story of the necessary workforce planning, estimation, and, and scheduling processes before the start of the operational activity. So when the, when the operational activity starts, it turns into monitoring and reporting. So I think it requires having both analytical and business competencies at the same time. So this is, this is what I understand from workforce management. All right, all right. So what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a workforce management or in contact center operations career? Uh, what you can provide as some advice to them? Mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, WFM is not, let's say, it's not something that everyone, everyone can do. And this is because you need to love that reflection with numbers, with analysis, and you need to have a great passion uh, with that. But once you enter that world, then you can feel this magic. You can understand how important is what are you doing for the others and for yourself, of course. And this is a great lesson in your life. So my advice to everyone is to, to have trust uh, in, in himself and work hard in order to deal with the challenges and uh, they will, he will love that at the end. All right. So just a second, Bader, let me change the last part of the question for you, because as I, as I said before, uh, you are, if I remember correctly, as a mathematician like me, uh, and it is really helpful for your career, I believe. So to encourage the young people, especially in Turkey, because I was uh, in Turkey before, of course, and um, when the people, I mean, young people from university, they, when they receive their degrees, uh, when they complete their education in statistics, mathematics, there are some specific ways, like being a teacher or uh, working in finance industry uh, or like being a you know, software engineering. But uh, like you and me working in the workforce management uh, industry, not only for contact centers, but it is including also those, you know, uh, business intelligence or uh, MI reporting uh, career as well. So your advice, I think, will be really interesting for those kind of people. What would you like to advise them? Yeah, I just want to, first, I want to say that the access to the information on internet is now very easy. And the academ academic knowledge which, which comes from school is now also available uh, on internet by taking some time off from home. And in addition, the concept of one-time training also disappeared because when I look into what, which tools that I'm using now, uh, the business intelligence tool I mean, they are 
publishing a new release every month. That, that means that the information that you received from school or from any company will disappear in about six months. So it will, be, it will not be up to date. So you need to learn everything. And my advice to the young friends is, please be curious. Don't be afraid of the trial and error. And the most importantly, don't expect information to come to you ready-made. It should be your duty to search and learn the necessary information. Yeah, yeah, well, you are right. That's really important for them. They should not expect the information come to them. They should reach out the information and they should understand why they need this information to reach out to success. Exactly. Okay, so uh, Yorgos, again, uh, another question for you. What would be your top three strategies uh, for workforce management? Uh, on the top, I could say uh, to bring more automation to our industry, to our WFM industry. The continuous improvement for, uh, for our people, for our WFM staff, which means non-stop training, sharing best practices, etc. And of course, to protect our clients, our business, and our employees by all means, and by delivering more and more innovative ideas. For me, these three pillars is my strategy for uh, for this year. Okay, bother you, for you. Yeah, for me, uh, the first item is to keep up with the rapidly developing technology and being open to the innovations. And the second one is being people oriented, as as you also mentioned, Birgahan. Uh, we should remember that we are we are doing the shift with humans, not robots. So we should be also people oriented. And if you even if we are using AI technologies or any other technologies. And the last one is to be agile and flexible and let it take a short time to adapt to the changing conditions. This is, which is also very critical in this in, in this rapidly changing environment, especially after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you both mentioned about uh, the automations and the technology, and you also, it is really nice to hear that because um, I think the, I mean, most of people uh, skip this uh, parts, which I call it as art part of WFM. Yeah, you may have the, the, the best technological tools, uh, AI uh, logarithmics that you can help uh, reach out to success, but you need to have a kind of uh, team members uh, who are really oriented and uh, get, get the education of the WFM and to understand the DNA of the operations, including WFM cycle, uh, because they they are the people who will make the decision to use the which forecast methodology is the best for this channel or for this operation. So uh, this is what I call as art part of WFM, because uh, I mean you have the tools, technological tools, it's okay. Uh, you have some methodologies that you use, like Six Sigma or COPC, but you should have also people. This is also really important. Uh, so what do you think about that? I totally agree uh, with, you, with you. I mean, um, that's why I said that uh, it's very important for me, it's, except from the tools that, okay, we have the tools. However, we need to develop our people. So the non-stop training uh, and sharing these best practices from, let's say, from one country or from one, uh, one client to another, it's, it's extremely important to share that and to develop our staff. And this is, for me, the priority in order to, uh, to take advantage of the tools that we are currently mm-hmm. using. Yeah. So, uh, gentlemen, we are out of time, uh, but huge thank you for setting aside some time today with me uh, in our podcast. And you both are brilliant. I would like to do another one with you uh, in this year, if you will be available 
uh, within your busy agenda. I am aware of that, but these insights are both super interesting, I think, and I feel like I can learn something from you. So uh, hopefully we can do another uh, podcast. It was great. I hope uh, it was uh, what you were expecting. Yeah, definitely, definitely, because it is really helpful for the people to share their knowledge in the EMEA region, especially. Uh, I also would like to encourage some of young people to be involved in WFM industry more, uh, especially, yep. I don't know the other countries, but this is what I would like to highlight in our podcast, for, especially for the Turkish uh, students who are graduated from studies, mathematics, etc. because there are mm -hmm. some three ways. I work in the yeah, finance industry as well. I'm a software engineer, but I have never did it. So I want to do something that I can feel more productive, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, BI and workforce management. Anyway, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for listening to VWFM. This podcast is made and produced by Andrea Leitão, Bilga Hentelun, Doug Karsten, Gonzalo Gomes, and Kim Paz. If you like this show, don't forget to share it with your friends and colleagues. Visit our website, wwfm.com, to find more exclusive interviews and WFM content. See you next time. All rights reserved. <laughs>